Hi, I'm Ayala Chipley, and you're listening to Get Out of Bed, Out of Your Head. I've spent the last 12 years of my life struggling with anxiety and depression. I see a therapist, read books, talk to people. I do all the things someone's supposed to do. But in between those therapy sessions, I used to feel so alone and so anxious that I didn't even know how to begin to help myself. I figured out some of the key things to getting a grip on my everyday anxiety and depression, but I'm still on a journey because anxiety is never just done and over with. How do I do it? How do I feel like I'm not alone in this anymore? This podcast will talk about the secrets that top experts in the mental health field use to get through everyday life without anxiety, allowing you to have more purpose. So let's talk about what actually is anxiety. So straight from the internet, the definition of anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So that's just the plain old definition of what anxiety is. So obviously from the internet, you're not getting the real emotion of what anxiety is, but that's the general definition of it. So something I really struggle with is this is going to work for other people, but it won't work for me. I'm not capable of being healed and there's just no possible way for me to get over it because I don't know how to deal with it. Really, the truth is there's nothing wrong with who you are. You're just doing it wrong. It's not possible. It's not just possible. It's really necessary. So I was on a gap year five years ago now. I went to Israel with my best friend. It was beautiful. Like it's August there. It's summer. Everyone's happy. The People go to the water all the time, to the ocean, to the beaches. People sit out and they relax all day. And I was on like a really laid back program. We had the freedom to do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted to. I met all these cool people from London and all over. And I was like supposed to be super excited to be there and to doing all these things. And I was with my best friend in the whole world. Like really what could go wrong? But of course, that wasn't what I felt. I was unnerved all the time. I was freaking out in my head 24-7. I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to go to the beach. I didn't want to go hiking with everyone. Like people were doing these amazing trips to the north and the south and the desert. And you would go camping or you would go to like a beautiful apartment on the beach and just hang out and meet all these cool people and go out to clubs and bars and restaurants and there's this whole world of possibilities, but what was I doing? I was, I wanted to be in my bed, back in my safe space. Why was I doing this? Like, I was pushing away all of these things because I, I couldn't face the openness. I couldn't be where I was. I was so in my own head. Like, my heart was always racing. I, I felt unnerved constantly. I never felt comfortable. And for me, it was all of my anxiety. I was just going and going and going. But for me, I would just I would just let it stay brushed under the rug all the time. I would just be like, okay, like, yeah, this is this is um, maybe what I'm feeling. But you know what? I, a way to solve it is just for me to not go experience these things. So I would miss out and miss out and miss out until one day I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not going back home. I mean, I'm not going back to Israel. I'd come home for winter break and my best friend looked at me. She was struggling with her own stuff and she said, I'm not going back. And I said, 
then there is zero chance I am going back. Like, I got home, and all the anxiety just kind of released out of me, and I was I was done. I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to not feel like this anymore. It didn't matter what I was missing out on at this point because I had missed out on so much. I was like, I am not going back. I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel that anymore. So of course, like I, I sweep it under the rug yet, yet again. So it, my why wasn't strong enough. Why I should deal with this. It really wasn't. I was just like, I don't want to feel this anymore. So I'm not going to deal with it. And I was like, oh, at this point in my life, like my anxiety will go away because I'm not going is back to Israel. Well, yeah, that didn't happen for me. It continued to come back and come back and come back. And it never stopped. So eventually, I'm in college for a few years now, and I have these amazing friends, like really, truly amazing people who always like wanted to go out and do fun things and all of that stuff. But my anxiety started to bubble up again and and all I would want to do is shut my blinds and stay inside and not not do it. So I started to push them away. And I didn't realize it was hurting them, but it was. They just thought I didn't like them anymore, didn't want to hang out with them. And it caused like a huge strain in our relationship. Because then they would stop wanting to be around me because they know I would just say no. And it's just... I was just declining their invitations at this point. And I practically lived with these people. Like we were together in such a small environment so often that me saying no and locking myself away just became my only way to deal with things. So they just became hurt over and over and over again. I let myself get so far to the point of like letting my anxiety dictate my life that I stopped letting these people and these amazing people who are who are now my friends, my true friends again today, but it just, I let them dictate my life. And that's when I realized, is this worth losing my friends and family over? I let myself dictate it to the point where I lost so much. And I regret now because this anxiety was, I regret what I missed out on, but this anxiety was eating away at me. I didn't think there was a way for me to get over it. And you keep telling yourself like next time and I'll do it next time and next time and next time till one day there just is no next time. So I got to the, one of my lowest points when I realized I was, I was done. Like I didn't have my friends anymore to count on because I had pushed them away so much. It's uncomfortable to start helping yourself. It's uncomfortable to be to admit to these feelings that you're feeling because you don't think that you can face them and you don't think you can help yourself because you're anxious about it. You're anxious about the anxiety about it. And your horrible feelings is that this can work for others, but it won't work for me because there's just no way I can fix myself. Maybe because you've gotten to the point where you've lost people that you're friends with and that you have these close relationships with because of this. So what's the point? What's the point? My why became strong enough when I realized I didn't have these people left for me. So you can't accomplish what you want to until you begin to help yourself. 
Facing anxiety is scary. You wake up and you want to push it under the rug. But why? What's it going to do? In order to get rid of the full feelings of it, you have to face it head on. For me, like I am so insecure about talking about this stuff and making it public and beginning to even help myself. But it wasn't until I did that, until I started letting those people in and being able to tackle it, and I couldn't do it alone. I needed these people. That's when things began to shift for me. Facing it is so scary, and making it public is even more scary, but I needed it, and that's when I decided it's it's enough for me. It's enough to face it head on. It wasn't worth losing your friends and family over, and What, are you just going to stay away from things because anxiety is going to get in the way? Things that bring you or can possibly bring you so much happiness because you're anxious about it. The regret of what I could miss out on started eating away at me so much. And that's when I realized I had to do it. It was enough of telling myself next time and next time and next time. Because one day there really isn't going to be a next time. How many years are you going to deal with that regret, that feeling that, Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe, maybe, and maybe there is no maybe one day. That's it. You're done. So many people face these problems and you don't even know about it. So making it public for me is super scary, but you need to let people in in order to do so. And you need to take those steps to be able to let people in. It's not even the first step of letting someone in. It's what can you shift in your own mindset and what can you do to be in the present to be able to start letting people in. And that's what it it just starts with. It will work for you. It really will. Those beliefs that are inside of you of telling you you can't face it over and over again, eventually there has to be the time where you start. And it's just about what do you regret so much and when is that insecurity going to be enough to let it dictate your life anymore until you decide this is this is it for me. I'm going to start right now. Thank you for listening in and joining me on this journey to help uncover tips to help the everyday and in-between anxiety moments and struggles that can feel so overwhelming. This affects so many people, so think about someone who can benefit from this journey as well to help them live a less anxious life and tell them to listen in and join us together. I love helping people who are struggling with anxiety and want to change. The change to be able to understand your anxiety and have tangible tools at your fingertips to not be controlled by your anxiety every day. So go on to anxietyhackertoolbox.com to receive the first chapter of the Anxiety Hacker Toolbox that will give you the ways to understand your anxiety, control your panic attacks, and live in the present right now for free.